When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ah, uh, you know what, man? Sometimes life's a pain in the ass. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, man, you gotta take it in the keister for Easter. Man, I'm tired of bending over for everybody else to take it in the rear. You know what I'm saying? That's how it is. <laughs> Speaking of uh, taking it in the rear, Madonna's career was taken off in the mid-80s. <laughs> That's right. With her 1989 classic, Like a Prayer, she wanted to up her game, if you know what I mean. Coming out with those little pointed thingies on her brassiere. And looking like a sharp, two-toed version of Merlin Monroe. You know what? She reminded me of a couple of number two pencils, and I would have easily wrote all night on an essay, maybe on her assay. You know what? Did you see the news lately? Madonna was spotted at the VMA uh, uh, Music Awards just the other day. Well, and, I think you were uh, going to say she was spotted at the, the, the vet hospital. The VMA uh, Music Awards. No. Oh, she was at. Uh, noticed uh, she was seen at the veterinarian hospital receiving Botox because several of the bees that had stung her face to give her the incredible fat, hideous face that she now wears instead <laughs> of the virgin girl that she was born in the eighties. Uh, it was speculated that Madonna was stung in the face 4,200 times to capture that hideous look that's on her face right now. Back to you, Stuart. Hey, uh, yeah, Stephen, I was made aware that Madonna now uh, is officially third member of Daft Punk. That's right, ladies and oh. gentlemen, the third member of Daft and, Punk, uh, and she doesn't need a helmet. You know what? In the news, another bimbo that's a pop rock star. Uh, Britney Spears regains control of all her assets and power of attorney and everything she else had over her father. Uh, She was saying that her father was mishandling her funds and utilizing them for his own benefit. Uh, You know what? If you sell your daughter out to the devil to be a springtime little whore and watch her jiggle around in a a Catholic suit and then she goes over there and works Disney, (laughs) you know, Mickey Mouse is no mouse. He's a rat. And yes. he's bending this over the turnstiles every time he's fucking us for $200 to take your kid just to go get the American dream. And I'm out of here. Thanks. Back to you, Stuart. <laughs> Speaking of Disneyland, uh, Lindsey Buckingham's guitar solo, Go On Your Way with the, that's right, with the return of Christy McVie after 16 years, they brought on Fleetwood Mac's O Tour back on the road again. You know what? Uh, back in the music news, uh, my take on this, Stuart, is... With uh, Lindsey Buckingham being fired from, uh, you know, F- Fleetwood Mac, uh, I don't think that band has too much substance anymore. As a matter of fact, I would call it just Fleetwood, because obviously the smackly smack Mac in the band is gone. You know, I wouldn't trust Mick Fleetwood if he bought me an ounce of cocaine and told me he would take my ex-wife. Lord knows he did everybody in the band while he was on blow. That guy's nothing but a 50-yard line bag of cocaine. He's so much full of hot air. I don't think Disney would touch him with either Britney. Britney Spears, or that other kid, Timberland, Timberlake, whatever. Back to you, Stuart. <laughs> Slacking on talent. Back to you, Stuart.
If they were a laxative, they'd be so powerful you could stand on your head and sh** on the ceiling. That position would not only be unavailing, but also undignified. And now, back to the 80s with Toscano and Chang. You are listening to the one and only Back to the 80s radio show. I am Toscano from Toscano and Chang. And to my right is a man who is with me most Fridays. Other Fridays, he is doing his nails with Rod Steele. It is the only place where you're going to be listening to the man, the myth, the legend in his own mind. We call him the Chang. Chang, how the heck are you, man? Thanks for joining us here on Back to the 80s. I am Chang-tastic, I tell you. Another day, another adventure, another experience gives me one thing in the end. That is wisdom. Well, I want to take a moment to welcome everybody who is listening to us around the world on whatever platform you listen to us. Thank you for making Back to the 80s uh, such a popular show. So we really, really appreciate it. We're going to take a quick break. If you are listening to us on a podcast platform, then unfortunately you're not going to be able to hear this next song. But if you're listening to us on K-Hits 92.5, here's Christopher Cross with Sailing on the one and only Back to the 80s radio. Stick around. Commercials, bad. Music, good. Now with zero commercials. Please help support and send your donation today. We are going back to the 80s. You are back with Back to the 80s. Chang here from Toscano and Chang. And I thought I just pooped my pants having to listen to one of the worst songs of all time in the 80s. That was Chris Cross with Come Sail Away. Every time I hear that song, I want to sail away somewhere far and never come back. You mean sailing, sailing Christopher Cross. Oh, I was I was incorrect. That's how bad I don't like the song. I couldn't even get the title of the song correct because that's how bad. Every time I think of Criss Cross, I think of maybe that little guy that used to hang out in the park with no friends. Yeah. And play his acoustic guitar, but he had no strings on it. You know, that guy. Well, he had a good career, man. Good career. A lot oh, of people yeah. love Christopher Cross. I always thought he looked like the harmonica player from that uh, 90s band. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, Blues Traveler. Uh, Blues Traveler, Yeah, yes. yeah, I get they, they resemble each other. I guess. Except you. the guy from Blues Traveler has a soulful voice and probably a life. That's all I'm saying. Stop hating. If you are listening to us on one of the podcasting platforms, unfortunately, you can't hear the music that we play. But if you go over to our Facebook page. Good thing page, I don't hear that song. Yeah, if you go to our Facebook page, <laughs> we will have our link to K-Hits 92.5, and you can listen to the music. Plus, you can listen to 24 hours a day, the best 80s playlist you've ever heard. I mean, we've got more music than they did in the 80s on on radio stations. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Today, as a matter of fact, we're going to be talking about the most iconic concerts of the 80s. And of course, that is a long topic. We'd be here two or three parts. Today's a very special show. We've been talking about cruises and going on a ship. And you know what? we got a special guest today, Joey Fairchild, who is the director of production at Entertainment Cruise Productions, is going to be with us mm-hmm. talking to us about the 80s cruise line. So if you're interested in getting information on the 80s cruise line, that's right. There is an actual cruise line. They take a trip, and it's not a three-hour trip. No, it's not. This coming year, 2022, they're going to be having the Human League 38 special, Belinda Carlisle, Flock of Seagulls, Stop Chang. Because I know what you're Mm, thinking. Modern English and tons more. If you want to know anything about the 80s cruise line, it's the ultimate 80s party. That's right. You know, 
I will bring us to a concert that I didn't go to, okay, because I was very young. I was only 10 years old in 1982. But it was a concert mm-hmm. that I know that you did go to. You did attend. It yes. was an open-air venue in San Bernardino, California, and it was a three-day music and culture festival, and it was held over Labor Day weekend, if uh, anybody recalls. This event was called the Us Festival. I would say the Us Festival uh, to me and maybe our generation here in the 80s was like the Woodstock of the 60s. I mean, that... uh Low key on violence. Of course, you had some drug overdoses. And of course, uh, you know, you had some incidences that weren't all good, but the vibe and pretty much the general feeling of everybody there that was, it was all about the unity, brother. Everybody was all together in one realm, one, one state of mind. And that's the music. And man, I saw many people of many people of different cultures, different uh, styles, different looks, different religions from different places not everybody there was from california right but uh you know when you get into festivals like that you know that's how you get prosperity within uh a huge mass of people that's how you could possibly get things to change for the better when everybody is unified and i think the us festival uh in some crazy way created that Uh, i i think there's a lot of my us festival brothers and sisters out there that went that know that we embarked on something that was special, historical, uh, something powerful, uh, carried its own legacy. And we were all part of that. Whether or not you know our faces or our stories, everyone there created one thing, history. And we got along in harmony. An interesting fact about the US Festival. Do you remember Apple's Steve Wozniak? Yeah. Uh, he, okay. Well, he commissioned this new open air venue in San Bernardino. They brought classic rockers like Santana, the Kinks, Tom Petty. And the Heartbreakers, uh, yes, your favorite yes. band, Fleetwood Mac, The Police, oh, yes. uh, Gang of Four, yes. Talking Heads, and a lot. Pat Benatar uh, played also. This three-day festival brought hundreds of thousands of fans. And Wozniak ended up losing on this $20 million yes. in this event. You know what? Uh, he ate it, and uh, uh, I think no matter him eating it uh, financially, I think what he wanted to create, he created. I think he made history. I think he made a lot of people happy. I think he uh, has his uh, right to be in the history books for doing something, I think, that was beneficial to all mankind for at that given time. It brought young people together in music. Uh, no violence, no harm, no hate, uh, no grudges. Come as you are. You survive with the with uh, the compassion, the generosity of everybody that is there with you, enjoying that experience. You're footloose and fancy free. So maybe he lost on the dollar amount. No, hell yeah. But when you when when you are a, a product of that concert and you uh, knew what you were there to do and see and what it created in your mind and in your soul, it's worth a lot more than the money he put out or the money that he lost. Which is the band that you liked the most? I mean, that you left this event and you go, man, wish I could hear them all over I would again. Have, I would have to say one night it was The Clash, and then I would have to say in Heavy Metal Night, uh, I'm a, you know, I'm a big Judas Priest fan, and I love Judas Priest. Judas Priest was probably, to me, the second best on the Heavy Metal Day. It had to go to the Scorpions. Uh, the Scorpions just blew it away, note for note. Every song was as timed as it was on the album, sounded exactly like the album. Uh, the Priest was very loud and in your face, just like 
they always are, but their set was a bit rushed and you could tell uh, the song was a little bit rushed through. Uh, the Scorpions did a bang up job. Van Halen was a very big disappointment. Why is you that? Know, uh, Diamond Dave. Diamond Dave was was freaking hammered, man. They were, you know, they were oh, drinking yeah, hardcore. Yeah, yeah. They were partying. They're very sloppy. He forgot the lyric. Kind of like uh, Rat today. Was, well, you know what, Rat? I got to tell you one thing about Rat. I didn't like them back in the 80s, and I sure as hell wouldn't go see them again in the 2000s. But that's another that's that's for another show. I mean, there was, <laughs> was there, a point there was just to that? so many, <laughs> you know, Joe Walsh, you know, yeah. he, he was supposed to kick off there. I mean, there was just a, a lot of great bands there, bro. Motley Crue, they just started off. I really didn't find them to be anything spectacular. Ozzy was okay, but, you know, Ozzy was coming off the death of Randy Rhodes. Triumph was killer. I mean, Triumph, the three-piece band right. from uh, Canada, just as great as Rush. Yes, I said Rush. Then you had John Cougar. John Cougar did an excellent job. You know, he got his pop hits off. You know, he showed that he's got some dance moves, uh, or if, if that's what you call them. Was he playing you know, his he guitar? Was okay. Yeah, he was. Uh, NXS and The Clash, they were pretty uh, bad. Of course, you got U2, to see NXS. Yeah, you 2 dominated. I got to see The Pretenders. Uh, I think if you would have been old enough to go, I think you really would have had a great time. I really do. Yeah, my first concert was it was like until, a candy store yeah, my first music. concert wasn't until 1987 and my very first concert and i've told we talked about this on air before i believe it was the cure and they came oh. to the forum and we were we were let in for free okay so we well, um, the cure yeah, yeah, yeah was, i wouldn't pay to go see them it was the cure they were actually really really good that's when i started liking them because i didn't really? like them before then and I saw them. You know, have you ever experienced that? There's a band that you don't really care for when you hear them on the radio, but then you see them in concert yeah. and you go like, wow, they're they're really good. I like them now. Yeah, I could say that about the Stray Cats, <laughs> which they also played the very first day of the Us Festival. You want me to tell you who played the very first uh, Us Festival day that, that day and that evening? Yeah, and I want and, you to and, tell me what was the song, too. Oh, uh, you know what? I cannot do that. I did way too many uh, uh, bad things, uh, huh? bad things the very first uh, day they called it new we new wave day and i know that me and you are going to be agree on a couple of these bands you can say yay i'll say nay and we'll go in, in accordance to that All day right, one go. yes of the u.s house festival in 1983 new wave day opening it was berlin i'll give them a yay oh yes the, definitely sexy. a definitely a definite yay the divinals yay or nay mm, nay I'd go with a nay because I didn't know who they were and I didn't know who the hell they were when they were on stage. They get a big nay. <laughs> now, in excess. Yay. I give them a yay yes. all the way. A big yay. Wall yes. of Voodoo. I wish I was in Tijuana. Yeah. Having me yeah. some barbecued iguana. You know what? I want to say nay. I'm good. Yeah. I agree with you, nay, because I uh, that night I just wanted them. They played that song and then I walked away and yeah. I don't know where I went after that. <laughs> Boingo, Boingo, yay! A big yay! Yes, a great yeah. band. They were they were pretty uh, chaotic that night. They had the they had the, the the beat going for a long time. They carried their weight. Missing Persons also another great band that carried their weight. Yeah. that night I would which say yay. Kind of yeah. is like uh, alternative, kind of trippy, kind of but rock. Yeah. Now the the crazy thing about that is the drummer was male married to the lead singer. She was smoking oh. hot. I right. think that's where Madonna got the uh, the candy kiss uh, uh, brassiere that she started wearing. Ah. Missing Persons uh, 
was uh, kind of, she was wearing getups like that before. Right. Yeah, yeah. T- Terry Bozio. She was married to Dale Bozio. The Bozo? There was another band that I'm sure that you loved because I think I've seen you with a t-shirt of theirs, The English Beat. By I don't think so. <laughs> you oh, said okay. you are corrected. Oh, uh, no, okay. I don't think now, so. Now, I think Christian saw, uh, sent me a picture of you with a flock of seagulls hair <laughs> uh, style. And that is another band that played that I know is one of your favorites, a flock of seagulls. Yeah. Oh, them I like. Yes. I like the flock okay. of seagulls. Now, ready? Now, this guy and this band had a crazy eye. You never knew where he was looking. And that band is Minute Work. Yay or nay? Yes, definitely. A big yay. I love every song that Men at Work put out. Now, here's a band that I think you like, and I love them because their political tongues are never silenced. And I have to go with The Clash. Yeah, I like The the Clash. uh, Yeah. First uh, political kind of slash punk in your face, hard rock. Uh, come from poverty we're gonna kick your face in if you're uh you know you're for the establishment or you have to be against it would be the clash yeah uh, they did a great job that night too yeah several of those bands they had me rocking and rolling and you know at that time i was pretty much more of a metal head but i've had a good uh, i was surprised night. fill me in on the details of this location because i can't picture it i'm i'm imagining a place like coachella with a bunch of you different know what? stages yeah. At that time, there was only one stage, one main stage, the giant us stage, and everybody performed on it. They had uh, video screens, three of them, I believe, but everybody was on the same stage. Now, the crazy thing about that concert was, you know, when you have that many bands and that many uh, uh, hours to perform, you have to go through uh, instrument switches. So you have to kind of keep the crowd entertained. Yeah. And it was very hot. It was square off San Bernardino heat, you know. They had water cannons, squirt guns. Everybody was getting each other wet. Women were half naked. Good God. When I think about it, it was like something that you would see in a movie. Now, how much do you remember how much you paid for the tickets? If you paid for tickets? No, I don't. No, I would. Yes, I paid for tickets because I was working at Sam's Liquor at the time. Oh, so a lot of my money. uh, Sam's Liquor. I kicked my. Yeah, yeah. I was I was working at Sam's Liquor in Montebello, California when I was 15 years old, bro. Oh, yeah, bro. Good times. Ah, nice. My hard-earned money went so on uh, the original really... Levi Fly 501, Chuck, Chuck, uh, Chuck Converse, and uh, concert tickets. Yeah, so you really got to enjoy the concert. You actually remember the, the day, the feel, the uh, weather. You remember everything in detail. Uh, for an individual that got as uh, intoxicated as me and my homeboys did, I am very fortunate and lucky, and I give my uh, shout-out to the great spirit to hold my thoughts together no through all the bad things that i did do to myself that i have do i do have great memories vivid memories of events there are people i did meet names are are a little bit foggy uh you know set lists are a little bit foggy but i do remember certain songs and i just remember uh, i can go back in my mind and visually see every face that i met and every face that i hugged and or i made laugh or i shared something with it was definitely something that I think uh, get away from the booze and the alcohol, which is, you know, always attributed to rock and roll and concerts of that yeah. magnitude. Yeah. You, you step away from that and just going out and meeting people and sharing that experience and, and, and each of you having that one thing in common that you love that music and you can identify on the way that music makes you feel. It's, it's priceless, brother. 
Wow. And there was so many concerts like that before. You had Cal Jam back in the, you know, back in the 70s. Yeah. Uh, you had the Monsters of Rock at the Coliseum, which is in the later 80s. Uh, pretty much KNEC 105.5 uh, was promoting that a lot. That small. Now, now these are concerts that we're going to be talking about here on the show right. in future shows. But of course, mm-hmm. we don't have enough time. But now you did no. mention before we go on break, you did mention that there were bands such as U2 that went there. Yes, yeah. So U2 you actually got to there. see U2 live. Yeah, you, and and the thing was, their sets were all very short, forty-five minutes to an hour. Right. You know, so U2, uh, they did a lot of their their first uh, couple of albums. You know, War, the great stuff. Uh, yeah, the great stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the stuff that was very politically charged. Yeah, and I think the US Festival uh, had a lot of acts there, and the feeling and the vibe and a lot of the message kind of was a politically charged event. Because we knew uh, when you get together in that magnitude, that amount of people, that is power. There is power in numbers. And uh, right now, to this day, we are the generation of the 80s that uh, should probably have power in our political movement uh, as an everyday, as an everyday judge of everyday life. It's our generation that needs to step up and take over the world. So I think the US Festival and other concerts like that uh, in the 80s, uh, has prepared us for the common goal, and that is unity, my brother. I couldn't agree with you more. Coming up next, Joey Fairchild, the director of production of Entertainment at Cruise Productions, is coming right up. Welcome, Matey's fans. I have been expecting you. You no longer need to listen to any other podcast. You want the 80s, don't you? The longing for it is swelling in you now. Feel the memories coming to you and listen to Back to the 80s. Give in to nostalgia. With each passing moment, you make yourself more of an 80s fan. It is unavoidable. It is your destiny. You don't know the power of Back to the 80s. You, like your childhood, are now mine. because we hadn't lived through this decade yet. You're listening to Back to the 80s. Welcome back to the 80s. This is Toscano from Toscano and Chang. As we promised you, we've got a very special surprise because on this show, not only do we talk 80s, think 80s, sleep 80s, today with us is the director of production at Entertainment Cruise Productions, Joey Fairchild, who, if you've ever heard of the 80s cruises... And I know you have, especially if you follow our show. And Joey's here to talk to us today a little bit about everything that is involved with the 80s cruise ship and the line. So, Joey, thank you for joining us here on Back to the 80s. Hey, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Any uh, opportunity I get to talk 80s and especially talk to 80s cruise, uh, it's fun. So thank you for breaking up the day. 
Hey, that's what no we're worries, here. No that's worries. what we're here for. So let's go ahead and kick it all off. And let me ask you right from the beginning, because there's a lot of people that, although they may have heard of the '80s cruise, have no idea how or what led to it being celebrated on a cruise line. So how did it all come to be? Uh, well, yeah, well, the, the company that produces it is called Entertainment Cruise Productions. That's who I work for. And what we do is we do themed cruises. So I've been with the company for a little over 15 years, and we've done jazz cruises, a Star Trek cruise. We have a motorcycle rally cruise. We've done country cruises. We've done all these different cruises, right? So we take over a cruise ship for a week, cancel all the kind of normal, cheesy um cruise ship entertainment and we bring on all this other entertainment depending on the theme so uh the 80s cruise was kind of born the first one was 2016 so every few years we kind of all get around a round table everyone from the company and everyone kind of throws in their ideas and concepts of new cruises and uh, a few of us had been talking 80s and i had really been pushing for it as well because i thought the music would be fun i could imagine what the ship looked like all 80s out and um, <clears throat> excuse me, we started started planning it, and in 2016 we launched it, and haven't looked back, and we're getting ready to celebrate our sixth cruise. That's awesome, six already. What what kind wow. of reception among uh, among your company with it? Uh, uh, let's talk about the the people who love the 80s later uh, that are paying for the cruise. But what about people that are like within your department and in your company? What did they think when you said hey, let's do 80s? Yeah, well, I mean, again, it had been a concept that had been floating around probably for a couple of years and the timing was never right. And, you know, some of the the higher ups were like, "Eh, I'm just not sure. I don't know if it works. Maybe they didn't quite understand it. And then, you know, we all just kind of really pushed for it, presented a a presentation on PowerPoint of like, this is what it would look like. Here's some of the bands, you know, playing music. And then everyone just started getting it was like, yeah, this this will work. This will be fun. Go ahead, guys, start producing it. So. They nice. gave us the green light, and uh, it's one of our favorites now. It's it's really nothing like it when it comes to not only the atmosphere and the party, but just just the guests. Everyone really has such a great time and has become a real community. You know, we see a lot of the same people coming back year after year, and um, they don't just come back for the experience, but they come back for the friendships that they've created over the years. So it's mm-hmm. it's really cool to see. Uh, now, Joey, how long is the uh, cruise? And what are some of the destinations that the 80s cruise is going to uh, take off into? Sure. Uh, it's, a, it's a week-long cruise. So the one coming up, uh, let's see. I actually have to look and see when the exact date is, I'll tell you. So we leave on uh, March 5th. So it goes March 5 through 12. So we're out there for a full week. We go out of Cape Canaveral, which is right outside of Orlando. And we'll go to Nassau in the Bahamas. We'll go to St. Thomas. And uh, St. Martin will be the three ports of call that we'll go to. Oh, all those, all those shanty little beaches, you know, that are pretty, pretty brownish. Yeah. You yeah. guys go to the best of the best. Yeah. And, you know, we oh, get yeah. a lot of people that come in from New York and up north and all that. So that time of year, they're all ready to get out of the snow and hit the Caribbean. So it's mm-hmm. fun to see those people let loose. Uh, what's the ambiance like once you get on board? Do you have any authentic 80s things or props on board, whether it be like an arcade? Do you guys have, uh, you know, something like that or a, or a, an 80s type disco that's really yeah, authentic yeah. feel? Yeah, we try to, you know, we try to celebrate all things 80s and we, we really try to, to take the cruise ship and transform it as much as we can um, and really make it kind of like an 80s theme park for the week. So we bring on... Uh, 
arcade games from the 80s so that there is a true uh, nice. 80s arcade on board. But, we, but it's open That's where play. Toscana will be. <laughs> exactly. It's open <laughs> play, so it's free to everyone. So, you know, we got that. And then, yeah, we do a ton of decor. I mean, we try to change it up every year, but there's a lot of different props. We have... Um, You'll see Slimer will be bouncing around. He'll be in, in different stores and it kind of becomes Where's Waldo? The same with ET. We've got a giant boom box that's been around the eighties cruise. We have a, a few other giant things. It seems like there's a lot of giant stuff with the eighties. I guess the eighties sure. was so big and now we have giant stuff, <laughs> right? Yeah. We have a giant twister before. We have giant connect four. There's a, a great big cassette tape that actually says the eighties cruise mix on it. And uh year one, it actually disappeared halfway through the cruise. And became uh, kind of a running joke because nobody wow. could find the cassette tape. And then, you know, even a comedian was talking about how to, do you really think you're going to sneak off with this giant pink 80s cassette tape? And <laughs> it was kind of like, hey, we're going to turn our back if, if it shows up by 8 a.m. or something like that, you know. I think now, I've seen it on YouTube somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's kind of a, a famous prop. Um, you know, there's times we take different venues and rename them and try to take you back to the 80s. Last year, we had a, uh, a St. Elmo's bar. Um, you know, so we just try to do a little bit of everything and then bring all that nostalgia back. And, and you're right. I mean, the colors can be over the top, but it's, it's kind of that at times, or, you know, you might walk into an elevator that's just full of slinkies. So it's a little bit of everything. You know, if Chang, Chang, if you and I ever went on on this cruise, you know what I would love to hear as soon as you, you step foot, first of all, I want gopher and dog look, look alikes. Then I want the love boat theme to greet us. Well, you're definitely greeted with 80s music as soon oh, as you walk awesome. on board. Everything is 80s, so you're you're hit with 80s music, and everything is is changed. We take over our television channels on the ship, so for those who are in their cabins getting ready or just hanging out, there's 80s TV, there's 80s movies, there's it's there's 80s everywhere you look. Nice. Hey, Joey. Now, if Toscano and Chang uh, were to ever go on one of these cruises and and, and we hold our show, uh, would it be okay if we have a big hair contest? <laughs> because you know the '80s was all big hair, big egos. If you uh, hung out in Hollywood and big hair everywhere, I like that. If you guys don't come, we might still take that idea. One of the theme nights, <laughs> hey, 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 night every night. <laughs> so not only do people show up wearing '80s costumes or clothes from the '80s or anything like that, then there's a theme night every night too. So there's people who bring two, three suitcases worth of stuff because they're changing constantly. Jeez, you know, ah. One of the theme nights is uh, is a uh, rock, rock and uh, rap. So that might be a good competition that night to have a big 80s hair yeah. thing. What are, like so, uh, what are some of the bands that have come in the past that left everybody just floored, just spectacular performance? Yeah, man, so many. Um, I mean, memorable ones for me, Huey Lewis in the News. Yes. That, that's always great. You know, we had Dee Snyder, Kenny Loggins did a really great show. Mm. Um, Cheap Trick came on and killed it. That was great. You know, Wang Chung. I mean, it's really kind of a little bit of everything for everybody. Club Nouveau wow. was a big one, actually. A lot of people didn't know what to expect. And Club Nouveau was was in this small, like, uh, lounge uh, club vibe. And, I mean, it did. They're really good, yeah. Shows. Yeah, same thing with yeah. Katrina Waves. No one knew what to expect with them. And then we brought them back a couple times because same thing. The vibe was just insane with their show. So I, I bet know. you uh, Lita Ford would create some energy. She was there last like year. Yeah, she was great. She was great. Cool and the gang have done it a couple of times. They were great. Wow. So you guys have really, really focused on getting the big names and just getting as much as possible. I mean, people must just go wild. I mean, the ambiance on the ship must be wild at the very start of the very first concert. 
Yeah, I mean, and it's it's more than just the concerts, you know. It's that's what the cool thing is: is you're walking around the ship, and then all of a sudden you're in an elevator with Lita Ford, or you're going through the buffet, and there's Huey Lewis sitting there too, and people sit down and have a conversation with him. So it becomes all those experiences too, and the shows almost become secondary at times, and it's everything else. But yeah, you know, we we really do try to get the biggest and best names we can, but it, it's tough too because. You know, the interesting thing about the 80s is it's it's still really popular and there's still a lot mm. of bands that are, are relevant. And the hardest thing for us, believe it or not, is there's a lot of 80s bands that don't want to do 80s themed events or shows because they don't want to be pigeonholed. Even though they're an 80s band, right. they don't want that. Or you have bands that are afraid of the water and don't want to sail. So we do our best uh. to get everybody and and anybody that's been from the 80s but sometimes we run into those roadblocks where we just got to wait a year and say okay maybe you're ready to sail now how about now how about now well you know you mentioned buffet and i just pictured vince neal just spending most of his time there or doing a concert from there (laughs) oh vince mcneil (laughs) yes i I would imagine that don't ever hire motley crew because i grew up up in los angeles joey and uh they sound better on 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 record than they do live. Do you guys have any giveaways uh, either before the cruise, you know, on the ship on the cruise uh, itself? Do you have any giveaways? Anything that just gets the uh, the majority pumped up for something to win? Um, yeah, I mean, on the ship, we we have all sorts of stuff like that at times. You know, there's different competitions and, and things happening, so there's a lot of a lot of giveaways happening with that. In the past, uh, before. Before the cruise, there's been times we've given cabins away with different sponsors or, you know, had different promotions where someone's had a chance to win a cabin for two. So, yeah, those things kind of happen. I don't know if there's anything being given away at the moment. I know there'd be stuff given away on the ship, though. Yeah, we we typically not to give away the entire cruise, but every night, uh, typically you go back to your room and there's a there's a gift from us to every, all the passengers. Mm-hmm. They usually get a shirt, you know, hopefully a hat. Maybe there's sunglasses and the passengers have been beach towels and you know, all that kind of stuff. So we give you all sorts of 80s swag while you're out there as well. You see, Chang, nice. I think I think you and I should pull pull the Leo DiCaprio and his best friend on Titanic, and we'll pull that on the 80s cruise. Have you guys ever thought of maybe possibly partnering up with uh, one of the small islands and, and the island going in on the same uh, theme as the 80s, making uh, the cruise... Uh, a once in a lifetime experience to where they can actually be on the cruise in the eighties, get off somewhere and enjoy some more eighties experiences and festivities. Ha- has that ever been uh, done yet? Have you discussed that with anybody? Is anybody even willing to touch that with you guys? Yeah. I mean, we've definitely talked about it and then there's always stuff in the works and planning. And, you know, when we go to some of the private islands, we have that opportunity a lot because we can kind of take over the entire beach and try to have some different programming and things that usually maybe happens on the cruise, but we bring it to the Island. But yeah, I mean, we would like to do even more of that. We, we do excursions, you know, where a lot of the, the artists are even going out on excursions and hanging out. So you might be doing something on the Island and, you know, same thing, you lose in the news or one of those bands could be out there on an excursion with you. Um, but yeah, we'd love to do more of that. I like the idea. So maybe you guys can talk to the islands and hook it up. We'll make it happen. Let's just for a second kind of take a mental picture of this. If you right now we're told, you know what, the government's got a, a real time machine. OK, but it's only a one way trip. All right. And unfortunately or fortunately for many, it's only to the 80s. OK, would you go? And if you would, what year would you would you like to plant yourself at? Well, I definitely go. Yeah. I mean, it's 
it's something we kind of laugh about and joke about when we get on the ship is, hey, everybody forget about today's issues or problems or things you got going on in your life. And let's go back to a time where we at least think it was simpler. Right. And let's go right. back to the 80s. Right. Uh, for me, um, two, two, two years stand out, either 85, because he's kind of right in the heart of it. For me, like certain movies, certain music or, or 88. 88 was kind of like I was getting older at that time. So there's just a little bit more things I remember or going through, maybe more girls, that kind of thing. So that was yeah. a good time for me as well. So maybe either 85 or 88 for me. You see, Chang was a no. grandfather in 88 already. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> you know what, uh, Joey? Now, uh, Mario didn't want to mention this, but uh, one day you'll see us on the cruise, and Mario was going to wear his Wham midriff shirt right. with assless chaps at max. <laughs> so, so you'll notice him right off the boat. As soon as he walks on, that's what his attire will be. What is your most favorite artist or band of the 80s? a tough one that is tough but i'm gonna change it and flip it on you guys a little bit if i could go back and see right. any concert i'd like to go back and see queen in the 80s mm. with freddie live eight, live eight 85 maybe show. yeah i think i'd want a little bit more i think i'd be greedy and want more than the 33 minutes or whatever they perform oh, yeah. but then i don't know maybe maybe guns and roses i know it's it's weird it's it's whatever but it's just for me, it was a, it was a, one of my favorite bands, and just really liked to like them a lot. Well, they did; they performed phenomenal. Well, they were very cutting edge in the eighties. Uh, uh, Guns and Roses came out, I think, and and kind of that classic rock style, but with the heavy metal kind of uh, sound. They took the vibe to another another level. I thought in the eighties at Guns and Roses. I was not fond of Axl Rose. I have a funny story, but I'm not going to go into yeah. that. Uh, but uh, definitely Slash. Is probably one I think would probably be one of the greatest guitar players in rock uh, from the 80s. Hey, Joey, last question. Where can people get all the information to get on board and get on this cruise? Well, the cruise is sold out for 2022. But that being said, there's always a cancelization here and there. Life changes for people. Plans change. So you can go to mm -hmm. uh, www the80scruise.com. We're also on Facebook and all that stuff. And you can always get on a waiting list and check it out. And then uh, then you're on, on, get on the mailing list, see all the stuff that happens and, and get ready for the next one when we go on sale. Can you remind us again, who uh, are some of the bands that are going to be joining you guys in 2022? Yeah, uh, this coming year, we got 38 Special. We've got the Human mm -hmm. League, Berlin, Belinda Carlisle, Morris Day in the Time, Dire Straits Legacy, ABC, Great White, Flock of nice. Seagulls, um, Sugar Hill Gang, John Parr, John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band, Modern English. Holy cow, it's literally the MTV yeah. dream wow. coming all over again. Yeah. A little bit for little bit of everything for everybody. Well, nice. I, I figured that we still have time to to pack our bags for a couple years or some cancellation. Or like I said, if you do happen to see us, we pulled the Leo DiCaprio and Titanic. On that note, Joey, I can't thank you enough for uh, taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us here at Back to the 80s Radio. Hey, guys, I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun, and uh, we'll talk to you anytime. Hey, yeah, uh, and remember, Joey, uh, I like lobster and Toscano likes shrimp. There you go, my friend. Joey, thank you for coming on the show. It was great talking to you. Hopefully we see you soon. Toscano and I are going to start selling our recyclables so we can get on board and get out there and wear some of our greatest 
80s attire just for you and everybody out there. How about a little Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses? You heard it here. Welcome to the Jungle, GNR on K-Hits 92.5. Back to the 80s radio. We'll talk to you in a bit. If you can't wear a spandex jumpsuit, what can you do? This is Back, back to the 80s. This is Back to the 80s Radio. This is the time of the show where we take a moment to talk about the things that made us angry back in the 80s. But in honor of the most wondrous Chang, we've dubbed them Changries. So Chang, what made you Changry back in the 80s? What gets me Changry about the 80s is getting seasick on the Queen Mary and the ship never moved. <laughs> You know what gets me changry back in the 80s when I went whale watching? Seeing No Damn the Whales. I don't think that's the right cruise either. You know what got me changry back in the 80s with cruise lines? When you go to your room and there is no window in your cabin. You know what gets me changry when I think about going back to the 80s in the water? You know what got me changry back in the 80s when I was out and about on the boats? What's that? Getting lost in a three-hour tour with a fat alcoholic and a scrawny little monkey who didn't know anything. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is this week's Changries. If you have anything that made you angry during the 1980s and you want to share them with us, you want Chang or myself to read them, go ahead and send us a message through our Facebook page at Back to the 80s Radio. In the meantime, Chang, that's all the time we have for this week. That's Tune it. in next week. Because we've got a very, very special show. And we've got a great, great guest from a rock group of the 80s era. So you don't want to miss it. Hope you have a great week, a safe week. Don't listen to haters and be the best human possible. I'm Toscano, wishing you a fantastic 80s week. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, this is the Chang. Before I release you to another Chang-tastic weekend, I want you to all remember, stay lifted and gifted. No matter how bad things get, tomorrow's another day. So until next Friday, I leave you with a big I love you all. Thank you for listening. Share this, tell a friend, and keep the faith. We are one race, the human race. I bid you an adios. Arrivederci. Hasta mañana. Bon voyage. Hasta la vista. Sayonara. And to all the homies in the barrios, Orale! Oh,